Information presented on this program and by its guests is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information and may not be suitable for members of the listening audience. A professional advisor, attorney, or tax professional should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Are you retired or getting close? Welcome to Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally, where it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom you need to live your dream retirement. Are there challenges on the way? You bet. Inflation, the economy, and the ups and downs of today's markets will try to rob you of your dreams. But take heart and take notes, because what you're about to learn will put you on the winning side of life for the rest of your life. Now, here's the host of Retirement Lifestyles, Patrick McNally. Hello, everybody. Patrick McNally here, your favorite financial advisor, welcoming you to the show, Retirement Lifestyles. This is where it's all about having the health, the wealth, and the freedom to live your dream retirement. Now, if you're already retired, you're getting close, and you've been sacrificing, stuffing money away into those retirement accounts like your 401k, your IRAs, this is the show for you. We're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about all the six core areas of financial planning, areas like risk management, cash management, investment concepts, estate planning, retirement planning, and tax planning. And I rotate these topics each and every month. Over time, you're going to learn how to build an amazing plan for retirement. Now, one of the most important things I want to teach you, though, is the number one thing that you got to plan for in retirement. Now, if you listen to my show, you know what the answer is. Go ahead, say it out loud. Income. That's right. You got to have a plan for an income that is safe, predictable, and an income that can increase every year, no matter what that market does. I also want to teach you how you can potentially make that income tax-free. That's the best kind of income to have. I want to teach you how to achieve tax freedom. Now, here's the deal. Uncle Sam, they're changing the rules all the time because guess what? They can't balance their own stinking checkbook. They've got all kinds of unfunded promises, and they got to pay for them. So how are they going to do it? Taxes. Guys, there's only one way taxes are going to go in the future. You know, up. So we want to learn how to control taxation because the future of your money is on the line. Here's the deal. So I'm the owner of Retirement Lifestyles Advisory Group, which is an independent registered investment advisory firm up in Northern California. We specialize in retirement income strategies for people who are currently retired or are getting close. You can see that light at the end of the tunnel. You need to call me. I've been doing this for over 22 years now, helping people plan ahead, and I've been talking about it on the radio for over 12. Here's what I found. Most people, 99 out of 100, I would say, Everyone I talk to, they worry about their income in retirement. That's the number one thing. How do I make my money last? I want you to know this. You're not alone. You're not the only one who feels that way. You're not the only one with those concerns, with those fears. But I will tell you this. You can control those fears. You, can, you might even be able to eliminate them altogether. And the best way to do it is with planning. So I'm going to help you build your plan. I'm going to help guide you through this crazy giant maze of retirement. But you need to remember too that retirement planning is not just a one-time thing. You got to review your plan each and every year, maybe even make changes to it, update it, make sure it's on track for your current long-term goals. Here's the deal. We are at the end of April. 
I can't believe how quickly this month has flown by. And this month, we've been talking about retirement planning, the steps you need to be taking to be prepared for the big day. Now, we started off the month talking about pre-retirement planning, what to do before your last day of work. So today, I'm going to talk to you about post-retirement planning. What can you be doing to continually tune up your plans while enjoying your retirement lifestyle. After that, be heading into the mailbag along with the IRA FAQs. And then finally, I'm going to wrap it up by giving you those action items that you can be implementing right away. You can still get a copy of my new report, The 10-Step Program for Retirement Success. Visit patrickmcnally.com. That's patrickmcnally.com. Get your free copy today. While you're there, schedule a call with me. We'd be glad to answer any questions that you have. All right, let's get this show going. Time to refill your coffee. Grab that pen and notepad. I'll be back in one minute. Don't touch that dial. Patrick will be right back. Hey guys, pardon the quick interruption. I'll get back to the show in just a minute. But I want to give you the opportunity to get a free copy of my book, Retirement Planning 101, a simple guide to navigating retirement. It's eight chapters packed with tips and strategies on how to prepare for an awesome retirement. I go through investments, estate planning, social security, and more. Simply visit patrickmcnally.com and request a copy. That website again is patrickmcnally.com. Throughout the book, I'm going to explain the importance of planning ahead and focusing on income strategies that are going to set you up for success and lead you to a retirement lifestyle of abundance. I'll also be teaching you about the retirement lifestyles income plan, my custom financial planning process and investment strategy with the objective of providing inflation-adjusted income for life. This book is packed with all kinds of strategies, and you can get your free copy right now at patrickmcnally.com. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, this is Retirement Lifestyles, and I am your host, Patrick McNally. We're going to be launching in here to uh, our final weekend of April. Holy cow, it flew by way too quick. Now, if you missed any of the previous shows, um, this entire week, or entire week, this entire month, the entire month of April has been about retirement planning. And we kicked off the month, the very first weekend there, with a pre-retirement checklist, uh, pre-retirement planning, basically, and saying, hey, these are the steps you want to be taking before the big day. You know, if you're at that five years or less mark, or maybe you're like a month away, you know, just kind of depends, you know, when people kind of catch that bug to go, whoa, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to be retiring here pretty quick, but we started off with the pre-retirement, and we're going to end the month with post-retirement planning. That's right. I'm going to walk you through, again, another one of my checklists. I love me a good checklist. It's almost like a flight plan, you know? It's things you can just be checking right off the button here. I'm going to walk through um, the continual planning process that you should be doing each and every year. See, financial planning is not just a one-time thing, especially in retirement. You want to continually monitor, update any changes, and not only to your investments, 
but to your overall planning and things like you know estate planning and the insurance and the taxes. These are all things that you need to be reviewing each and every year. And so I'm going to walk you through this. Um, I will be um, putting this checklist up on the website. So if you'd like a copy of it, you want to download it and and use it, by all means, I hope it helps you. Uh, There's all kinds of good stuff on the website. Why don't you go to patrickmcnally.com. That's patrickmcnally.com, and I'll put it somewhere on that front page. If you missed any of the previous shows, you can catch up. Just up in the right-hand corner, you can click on Podcast, and um, that'll take you to to our our page where you can actually play uh, the last 100 or so shows from that website. Or if you do like to listen to podcasts, you can find me on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, all the uh, the major podcast apps. Just Google or uh, just search Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally. You'll find me there. And uh, follow me and you won't miss an episode. But let's launch in here. I'm just going to kind of go step by step. I'll be going back and forth a little bit from my retirement ready checklist also to a to a list that I have when I when when people are interested in in the RLA X-ray. Now our X-ray is really a snapshot that kind of combines the pre-retirement and the post-retirement because we go through the six core areas of planning. And as you heard in my opening, you know, my opening segment there, that's what I'm doing. I, I pick one of these six core areas of planning and each month I rotate these and we we do a deeper dive into them. And obviously our six key areas are planning for retirement, investment management, income planning, which is the big piece. That was the highlighted piece of pre-retirement. Um, the pre-retirement checklist is all about the income, making sure you've got the income that you need in retirement. But then we get into risk management, estate planning, and tax planning. And we hit all these, you know, these key areas when I do an x-ray for people, um, which you can, you're, you're always welcome. As listeners of the show, we heavily discount um, my, my RLA x-ray planning fee, heavily discount that as a listener of the show. So make sure if you do schedule a call with me and you're interested in the x-ray, make sure you tell me you heard about it on the radio and um, you'll get that big discount. But we go through all these, these key areas and highlight any of the areas that we feel like need to be addressed. And so, but in this, but in this post-retirement piece, we're going to start with the the very first one here, and that's rolling over your 401k to an IRA. So once you get, you know, to, you're retired now, right? You've done all the stuff. You checked all the boxes. The day has finally come. You threw a party, and congratulations, you are retired. If you haven't already done so, you want to go ahead and move over your life savings from the former employer right congratulations that should make you happy you're like i'm done i can take the alarm clock and throw it out the window i don't have to go back and uh so if that was your plan and and you know you waited to maybe get the uh the the 401k match or whatnot till the end of your term at the company well now you're done and now it's time to go ahead and roll over that 401k to your own IRA and get it away from your former employer because if you're not at your last employer, your life savings shouldn't be either. So that would be the number one thing you do. Now I'm going to caution you as this on this as well is to make sure that you know you fill out that paperwork um, complete. Make sure that you understand what you're filling out. Now if you missed the last show, I talked about how to roll over a 401k. So if you want to go into a little bit deeper dive, just listen to the previous show from last weekend. Was it last week or the week before? Man, they're all going together. Yeah, it was last week. 
So I want you to uh, check that show out if you have questions about that. Um, but definitely making sure that you now are free from the employer, including your life savings, and you are ready to invest that into your income plan, which is what you should have built in the uh, the pre-retirement stages. But next, this is where we're going to go a little bit deeper in into the planning and continual planning in retirement is risk management. Now, risk management is kind of a fancy schmancy uh, group of words that basically means insurance. So this is where you really need to be, um, and I say annually, reviewing your different policies. One of the big questions that I get most often about insurance is whether or not people need to keep their life insurance in retirement. And it's a great question. It's a question I completely understand because it's like, okay, you know, we, we bought life insurance a long time ago, you know, when our, our kids were little, you know, in case something happened to one of us, you know, we had that money there to, to take care of them, to get them through college or pay off the, the mortgage on the house. So it's kind of the normal, you know, reasons that you would purchase life insurance. And so it's very, it's, uh, it's very common to kind of feel like, well, once you get to retirement, especially if like you've got your home paid off, you got no debt on the cars, you know, you're not carrying any credit card debt, you're basically debt free. Once you get to retirement, it's a very natural question to go, do I even need this anymore? Do I need to be paying premiums on a life insurance policy? Because I'm debt free. Well, there's maybe a few other things that you need to consider um, that you could use the life insurance for. So it'd be a really good exercise to kind of sit down and go, okay, what would we potentially be needing um, the money from a life insurance policy for? And I'll give you a couple of, uh, of examples here. First and foremost, one of the big ones is a loss of Social Security check. And uh, we went big into Social Security this month as well. And, you know, with the upcoming cut in about 11, 12 years from now to Social Security benefits, life insurance could be a really, really economical way to make up that gap. And what I mean by that is with Social Security, if you're, if you've, if you're married right now and you both receive a Social Security check and it makes up a pretty good portion of your income, when one of you passes away, one of those checks goes away. And the easiest way to think about it is the the lesser of the two Social Security checks is the one that you lose. There's no spousal benefit for Social Security, spousal death benefit for Social Security, that is. So when one of you passes away, it's gone. And for a lot of people, you know, if you both worked, if you both had careers, you may have very similar Social Security amounts. You know, you might both be coming in and, you know, whatever, $2,000 a month each, you know, for your social security checks, well, that's, you know, four grand, $48,000 a year. Imagine if that got cut in half. So that could be a pretty big dent in your lifestyle income. And a really good way to make that up is with with life insurance. You could calculate out and go, okay, so if we're looking at a potential loss of $24,000 a year, you sit down and go, okay, what would be maybe a good time frame to make up for that? Well, maybe it's 10 years. So multiply it that you got $240,000 of a gap over the next 10 years that you could solve with a $240,000 life insurance policy. Just round it up, buy yourself a $250,000 policy. And that would be a really good way to fill that gap on both of you. So you would look at that and go, okay, we would need to carry $250,000 on each of us, not just on one of you. 
you know, don't go, well, it's usually the guys that pass away first. Yeah, I mean, I know historically that might be the case, but, you know, my mom passed away first, you know, in our family. And so, you know, it happens, you know, so it, it, you want to make sure that both of you are covered if this is going to be planning for you guys. You know, the next one to look at on an annual basis would be Medicare. If you're Medicare age, you know, 65 plus, and you go on Medicare for your health insurance, you got parts A and B, and you've probably got a supplemental insurance plan. Um, in, in our neck of the woods in Northern California, we actually, for Medicare, there's no Medicare Advantage plans. They're supplemental, and that's going to be like your, you know, your Plan F and, you know, Plan G and all that stuff, you know, that fills in those gaps of Medicare. Medicare typically pays about 20% of a bill, and then you buy a secondary insurance to fill in those gaps. Well, here's the thing about Medicare supplement insurance. There's about, I think there's something like 50 or 60 insurance companies just in the state of California alone that offer those types of policies. And what you need to remember is that a a supplemental plan is federally regulated, regulated by the government. What that simply means is that every insurance company that offers that type of a plan, they're all the same benefits. There's no difference in a, in a plan G, from a plan G, from a plan G, from any insurance company. Any insurance company that offers a plan G has a set list of benefits that they have to offer. They can't take away benefits, and they can't add any benefits to it. So, with knowing that knowledge now, what's the only difference between the companies? The price. You got it. Some companies will charge you $150 a month for that plan, And then the company right down the street is going to charge you $300 a month for that plan with no difference in benefits. So that's something that you really want to consider because at the end of the day, if you found out that you could literally have the exact same coverage just with a different company, but it added, I don't know, $2,000 a year of income that you just in savings without you giving up any benefits without giving up any without giving up any doctors without giving up anything the only difference is the name of the insurance company on your ID card that could be pretty cool i mean that could be trip money for crying out loud so every year california does this really cool thing because a lot of people would say after i i mentioned that people go well that'd be awesome patrick but i've already developed some health conditions I don't think any other insurance company would accept me. I'd fill out a health application and they'd decline me. Okay, that you know that may be true. But every year on your birthday, the state of California actually gives you this special, I call it the birthday law. I don't even know if that's the real name of it. But you've got a time frame. And I think now it's 60 days. I think it's 30 days before your birthday and then the 30 days after to where you can switch your coverage to a different company without any health questions being asked. That's right. It's guaranteed approval, guaranteed issue of the exact same plan. So if you got a plan G, let's say, you would move the same plan, plan G, to a different company or one with lesser benefits. Now, you definitely want to check with a with a licensed insurance agent who specializes in Medicare, you know, they change these rules from time to time, but I know in California you still have that birthday law. And so they can't turn you down. How cool is that? 
So that could be something that you would really want to maybe consider. Give yourself some extra some extra cash. So definitely looking at health coverage. You know, each and every year you want to be looking at your Part D, your drug plan for Medicare. You know, you can go right online to Medicare.gov and run and run scenarios there. I think you you put in your zip code and whatever different prescriptions that you're taking, and it will literally send you a list of all the different Part D companies that approve your drug. And you want to be doing that every year at the end of the year, I think in October, I think October 15th or so around there is when you can start changing those plans. And you might be able to save some money there. And and those plans, you know, they, they change out what drugs they approve and don't approve each and every year. So you want to be on top of that. And again, using a licensed insurance agent, which we have access to, if you got, I might as well just plug that, if you got questions about that or, or want a referral to, uh, to insurance agents that we trust that are independent, they can shop all the companies. They don't work for a company. They can shop all of them. That's really important because you want to make sure that they're looking at all of them and not just one company that's charging the most. Um, I'd be glad to send you a referral, so just reach out to me. Email me, text me, whatever it is, and I'll send you a referral of some trusted insurance agents locally. Um, so definitely looking at your prescription plans. Um, also under risk management, we're going to be talking about long-term care. Long-term care is a huge one, you guys, and it's something that you got to, if you got, you know, you got money to protect, long-term care planning is a big one. Now, the I can already hear you out there. You're like, yeah, but it's so stinking expensive. You're right. You're right. The long-term care insurance is expensive. But you have to remember this, that the, the, the statistics tell us that 50% of people who reach the age of 65 will spend on average, two to three years needing custodial long-term care. What that basically means is 50% of people are going are are to need some type of care, and it may be for one month, it might be three years, it might be 10 years. My grandfather had dementia, and he had it for 10 years, and he needed help. You know, and seeing my grandma try to take care of him, I mean, it took 10 years off of her life. So that's what these policies are designed to do is to help bring in people to help with that type of care. Now, there's also other alternatives to that care. You remember me talking about life insurance before? Well, guess what? These insurance companies got pretty smart and they went, you know what? How do we battle the high cost problem? Because people aren't buying coverage because they're like, well, I pay all this money into this policy and at the end of my life... I pass away peacefully, and it's not like the insurance company pays all that money back to my family. No, they keep it. They found a way to merge life insurance with long-term care coverage. And so there's some alternatives there where you can literally buy a life insurance policy that includes long-term care. Should you need long-term care, you can accelerate that death benefit and use it while you're in a facility to pay those bills. However... If you pass away peacefully in your sleep the way we all want to go, guess what? It pays a tax-free death benefit to your family. Pretty cool, huh? So there's some alternatives there. Next, I want to talk about estate planning. And this is a big one if you haven't done, if you don't have a will, if you haven't done your trust, powers of attorney, all that kind of stuff, you know, where, where if you own something and you love somebody, you want to pass that on the most tax-advantageous way. It's through estate planning. So we heavily, heavily encourage all of our clients to either review their current estate plan if they've already got a will and a trust. About every five years, we want to we take a look at that. 
um, if there's any changes that happen in your life, if something needs to be amended, we encourage you to go see either the people that created it the first time for you, or if they're no longer in business, we can help find you estate planning attorneys to review it and make sure it's still going to be passed on the way that you want it to be. And if you haven't done the estate planning, we want to look at the uh, the ways that you can do that, either with traditional attorneys or the you know online ways to do it as well if costs are a problem. So estate planning, super important. Beneficiary planning, super important. And you want to make sure that you've got everything set up so that it's going to pass the way that you want to your loved ones and not create a huge tax burden for them. Now, a lot of people are like, well, Patrick, they're, you know, they're just going to get whatever's left over. I understand that, but don't you, wouldn't you agree that you don't want to pass on some huge tax nightmare or you know, paperwork nightmare for your family at the end of your life? No, let's make a smooth transition. Let's make sure that your wishes are carried out the way that you want them carried out. And that's what good estate planning can do. Finally, we're going to talk about tax planning. Taxes, you guys, change all the time. And it's one of the biggest expenses for people in retirement is taxes. Making sure that you know you, you are taking advantage of any new tax law changes um, a lot for most people, once they get into retirement, their 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 tax returns not that complicated. But guys, they change the tax laws all the time. So you want to make sure that you're not missing out on anything that could potentially save you in taxes. Are there you know some things you can be doing with interest and you know maybe moving some different investments around to different places that could be more tax beneficial to you in the long run. And also kind of marrying the tax planning with the estate planning, are there things, are there accounts and ways to structure the accounts that could be putting your beneficiaries in a better position. Again, going back to, you know, it's not about you know, maybe not setting them up to be wealthy for the rest of their lives, but when you pass it on, it's not leaving them with a big tax nightmare. Okay, so this is a checklist of stuff you can be doing. This is the post-retirement planning that you do year by year. Again, I'm going to have this up on the website, but if you got questions, would love to schedule a call with you. So when you visit patrickmcnally.com, click on that button that says schedule a call with Patrick. It's free, and I'd be glad to answer any questions that you have. When I come back, we'll be heading into our mailbag segment and IRA FAQs. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally. You've heard me say it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedoms you need to live your dream retirement. When it comes to the health side, I want to tell you about my family's personal chiropractor, Dr. Todd Royce, owner of Chiropractic First. Not only does he adjust us and get us back to our active lives, he teaches us about ongoing nutrition and living healthier. If you have any pain or stiffness in your back or neck, I want you to call Chiropractic First today at 243-0889. Mention Patrick for a free consultation. You don't need to live with pain or discomfort anymore. Call Dr. Todd at 243-0889. Or visit online at CairoFirst.net. Did you know that when I'm not here doing the show, I run Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, an independent registered investment advisory firm specializing in retirement income planning and managing investments for people who are currently retired or are getting close. I've been in financial services for over 22 years now and hosted this show for over 10. With a little bit of good planning, you can have peace of mind and a great retirement, and I'd love to help. If you would like to get more information or to learn about how you can work with us, visit PatrickMcNally.com. That's Patrick. Are you worried about the current U.S. economy, inflation, the pandemic? Then it's time to schedule a free retirement checkup call with Patrick. 
The world is changing every day, and your life savings is too important to be at risk. If you want to feel confident and secure in retirement, then simply visit TalkToPatrick.com and reserve a free checkup call on his calendar. Remember the website, TalkToPatrick.com. Don't wait. This is too important. TalkToPatrick.com. The number one cause of bankruptcy in retirement is healthcare-related costs. So fitness needs to be a part of your financial planning. Check out my gym, Strong City Strength and Conditioning, right down on Victor Avenue. They have a new group class called Longevity on Tuesdays and Thursdays designed for people age 55 and better. If you want to have fun and get fit, then visit StrongCitySTRENGTHANDCONDITIONING.COM. That's StrongCitySTRENGTHANDCONDITIONING.COM. Mention the show and get your first week for free. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. If you're just joining me, this is your favorite financial advisor here, Patrick McNally. The show is Retirement Lifestyles. And uh, we are heading into the mailbag segment. And we'll also be talking about some IRA FAQs. Hopefully, sometimes I run out of time and, you know, um, the mailbag goes a little longer than normal. But, uh, and I got a couple of good, I think I got some good ones for you today. Mailbag is one of my favorite. Uh, if you've never heard me do a mailbag segment, this is where I, I, I answer some questions. I comment on, on stuff, some questions I get from you guys, um, email, stuff like that. A lot of them I get from, from Facebook, actually. And, if you're uh, if you're on Facebook, you might want to check out a couple of these retiree companies uh, or retiree companies groups that are that are super cool. One's called Retired or Getting Close. Um, it, there's probably there's a handful of them out there. One of them I'm a, a part of has got like twenty seven thousand members, and it's just uh, it's pre retirees. It's people who've been retired for a long time, and it's just good banter going back and forth. Um, sometimes it's articles that they they you know they found, or sometimes it's questions about planning, which uh, as a financial advisor, s- sometimes I cringe a little bit when I hear some of the answers and things like that. But you know that's that's a part of groupthink, I guess, is what it is. But it can also be really therapeutic a lot of times when when people just kind of get on there, want to vent, and you know talk about stuff going on. Anyway. Uh, sometimes some of these posts stand out to me, comments or questions, and I want to bring them to you guys because I know for a fact after doing this for 22 years, a lot of these things, you're thinking the same thing. And as you know, someone who specializes in retirement income planning, I know that a lot of the same questions come up about investing, about how to you know, either get better returns or you know, dividends, stuff like that. At the end of the day, there's like a handful of questions that always come up. They're just asked in a little bit of a different way. You know what I mean? And so that's why I like to do this segment is to uh, to bring some of this in. Sometimes I throw myself under the bus and talk about, you know, uh, why not to use a financial advisor? And I think that's an important question to ask. It does come up a lot in a lot of these groups. And um, some of the comments people make are, are interesting because a lot of times, for example, and I'll be walking through this. Um, in fact, when I just walk right through it and, and it'll come up, this first um, question is, what have been your pros and cons of using a financial planner? I need to make a decision, go my own way or spend a huge sum, question mark. And so, so we kick this right off. It's like, yeah, pros and cons, great question. Um, needs to make a decision, 
okay, maybe a little rushed, I guess, maybe. And and then it, but it goes from one extreme to the other when she says, go my own way or spend a huge sum. And there's a whole lot in between, you know? So I kind of want to break this down, you know? Some of these comments are geared towards a lot of people that enjoy doing their own investing. Um, they enjoy doing the research. They enjoy spending time, you know, hours a day online doing research and, and analytics of the market and different, you know, companies and financials. And we call that a do-it-yourselfer. You know, I'm sure you've watched the shows, you know, like, you know, Home Channel and all that stuff when people are remodeling their own bathroom and, and doing all of that stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I watch those shows too. I think they're fun to watch. And every once in a while, I kind of get this idea in my mind like, yeah, I could totally do that. I could, I could totally do that. And then I finally wake up and snap out of it. And I understand the fact that I am not good at doing that kind of stuff. I was not born for it. I do not enjoy it. And there's no way I want to spend my time doing it. That's why I would hire it out. And so I guess that's kind of my way of looking at things when it comes to, you know, hiring professionals to do the job. I'm not against people who want to do their own investing, who want to do their own planning. Absolutely do it. I do my own investing and my own planning. <laughs> but, you know, it is my profession as well. And and I'm sure most people would agree that, you know, that's why they have somebody else, you know, do their home remodel or they have somebody else change their oil or change their tires. There's some there's lots of people out there. I have clients who love to work on their cars. They love to rebuild their car, work on a hot rod, you know, do that kind of stuff. They grew up in a garage around, you know, their dad or grandpa, and and they learned how to do all that stuff, and they love it. You guys, I, I, the fact that I even open up my hood and look at it should be hysterical. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Um, I literally, when pe- when when I go to a mechanic and they tell me what's wrong with my car, I kind of nod my head like. For some reason, I think it's just like human nature. I'm kind of like nodding, like with my mouth open, like I like I actually understand what you're saying to me, and I don't. Um, so there's a big amount of trust that has to happen when I take my car in. And to me, it's like, okay, uh, you know, I trust you, and I pay you, and when I get my car back, it works. And at the end of the day, that's what I want. Okay, that's my long-winded way to kind of go into this this question because obviously – being a financial advisor, I'm going to be a little biased saying that you should get a second opinion, but I'll be honest that most people out there should not be doing their own investing. You should have a pro. You should have somebody you're working with. Now, whether or not you completely turn over your your decision-making and portfolio to them, that's something that you have to come up with. But at the end of the day, to me, it's just smart to have at least a you know, a second opinion or a second pair of eyeballs looking at something going, have you thought about this? You know, because there's always some questions that linger out there that you don't know what you don't know. And we're talking about potentially your life savings here. Pretty important, you know. We're not talking about an oil change. I could probably figure out an oil change on YouTube. Um, You know, it would take me 10 times as long than taking it down the street to Jiffy Lube or wherever, 
but I could probably figure it out. And at the end of the day, pouring some oil in, probably not going to hurt my car if I, you know, maybe don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it, to me, it's like, there's a huge difference in hiring somebody for that and then trying to do it yourself with your life savings. But again, if you love doing finance, you know, and this is how you want to spend your retirement is pouring over your numbers, go for it. But let's go over a couple of comments that some of these people made. What are your pros and cons of using a planner? Need to make a decision, go my own way or spend a huge sum. The first one says your own bank, credit union, Vanguard, etc., etc., might do an analysis for free. And if you do pay for this, you should only use a fee-only planner who you pay for the financial advice and they don't sell you any insurance or other products who have biases of their recommendations very likely. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. Um, Because there's, I mean, there's definitely some good stuff in here. Yeah, you could call up your bank, you could call up your credit union, um, you could call like a Vanguard or a Fidelity. And a lot of these places will do a, a type of analysis for free. It's not a financial plan when you go to a lot of these places. Because most of the time they're not gonna they're not gonna ask you about your family. They're not gonna ask you about, you know, estate planning. They're they're not gonna go through insurance. Um, you can go talk to your bank. They're not gonna talk to you about, you know, Medicare or long term care or life insurance. They're gonna talk to you about bank products. They're going to talk to you about investments. And so you got to take a look at who are you asking for advice from. So that's I guess that's kind of one point right there to, to write down if you're taking notes. Who are you getting your advice from? And could they, yeah, potentially have any conflicts of interest or a bias towards some type of an investment product? Now, this person who commented at the end, you know, said, you know, make sure they don't sell you, you know, it's, it's only a, a fee-only person who, who won't sell you any insurance. There's nothing wrong with being sold insurance. That's why we have insurance agents. They're insurance professionals. At the end of the day, again, it goes back to the fact, do you want to go online? Do you want to sit around and sift through you know, the 4,000 insurance companies that we have in the United States? You know, Do you want to look up your own auto insurance? Do you want to run your own life insurance quotes? Do you want to do your own long-term care insurance planning? If you do, go for it. God bless you. But if that makes you a little nauseous, thinking about how many hours you're going to spend looking at insurance, maybe you should consider using an independent insurance agent who, guess what? You're going to end up buying an insurance policy, which means they sold you an insurance policy. That's kind of how life works, guys. When you do this stuff, it's not just financial services, it's everything around us. You go to Walmart and guess what? Walmart sold you groceries. You get mad at them for doing it? No, you don't. Okay, get off my soapbox. Um, now, if you do pay for it, yeah, you want to make sure you're get, you know what you're getting. What kind of advice are you getting if you're going to pay for a financial plan? What kind of plan is it? Is it a comprehensive plan? Maybe it's just investments. If you go to Vanguard, again, they're going to give you an investment allocation. They may not charge you, but what they're going to do is ask you a few what we call risk tolerance questions, and which are kind of silly. I'm not a big risk tolerance questionnaire kind of a, of a person myself because your tolerance for risk can literally change on a daily basis depending on what the market's doing. If the market's down, you don't want to take any risk. You want to be in safety. You're conservative. 
when the market's going gangbusters and everybody and their mother's making money and you blink and your stock goes up 20%, guess what? You want to take a lot of risk. Woohoo! It's like it's game on. So can you kind of see how risk tolerance questionnaires can be a little... Now, it, will, it does kind of create a little bit of a foundation, but take them with a grain of salt. So what happens is you go to a Vanguard, you go to a Fidelity, and you're going to talk to somebody, ask a few, you know, answer a few questions, and they're going to send you a pie chart that's going to basically tell you you should put 60% in this, 30% in that, and 40% in that. And that's your financial plan. Okay, so just know what you're going to get. Again, it goes back to where you're getting the advice. Now, if you hire a financial planner, an independent financial planner, like this, this person said, maybe a fee-only planner, they're going to build you a holistic financial plan. They're going to look at all the key areas. They're going to look at estate planning, insurance, the investments, the income planning, the retirement planning. They should look at a comprehensive plan and then ask you questions that are tailored to what are your long-term goals. Not just, you know, are you conservative, moderate, or aggressive? No. Okay, now that's, that's important to a degree. But I think what's more important is what is the goal of the money? Do you need income in the near future? Oh, you don't need to touch this for 30 years. You can probably take a little more risk. Oh, you need to take income from it next month. You probably need to take a little less risk. Do you see where I'm going? It depends on the goals of the money and the long-term planning. Not just how you feel about the ups and downs in the market. Another comment said, honestly, there are a few short books that make it pretty easy to handle the investments. That's kind of just, again, just kind of a, uh, it's just easy. Yeah. I mean, just go online. Go on YouTube. You can learn how to invest. You're doing this with your life savings. Think about it. Do you remember that? I think it was a YouTube video or just a funny commercial that was talking about. It showed this guy. He's on a video call with his doctor. I think his doctor's like on the golf course or something. And the guy's sitting there with a knife, and and he's like, so I just make an incision right here? And the, and the doctor on the other video calls like, yeah, 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 just right there? Yeah, it's real easy. Just make an incision right there, and, and you should be good. And the guy's like, shouldn't you be doing this? Yeah, the answer's yes. You shouldn't be doing this on operating on yourself. Oh, anyway. It says, unless you have no desire to learn it. Okay, so I did preface it with that. So honestly, he said, honestly, there are a few short books that make it pretty easy to handle the investments unless you have no desire to learn it. He says, I wouldn't pay for an advisor. If you are unsure, find a financial planner that charges hourly, doesn't sell you insurance. Everybody's so against selling insurance. I think it's hilarious. But anyway, so that's a pretty fair statement. Hey, listen, there's a lot of good stuff out there available. And, and honestly, that is absolutely true. You can go online and have access to the same investments that financial planners have access to. There is nothing hidden. There's not some silver bullet, some secret that financial advisors have access to that you don't. You can literally go do this by yourself. But you got to ask yourself if you want to do it. My clients hire me because they simply, they don't want to do it. They're like, no, Patrick, that, you know, and I make it very clear. I ask them the question, do you want to do this yourself? Because you can. They're like, no, that's why we're here. We don't want to do it. We're, we're kind of afraid to do it because we don't want to screw it up. Those are the people that come work with us. Okay, so another one here. Let's find one here. Um, we retired in 2020, and the markets have been strange, but our portfolio is solid. Just because I can read about how to fix my car doesn't mean I wouldn't bring it to a professional or a service. Same goes with my money. Okay, I would agree with that person. Easy, right there. 
And then the next one says, the big question is a financial, okay, the big question is a financial planner worth what they charge? That's a great question. Um, I, I think that is absolutely a valid question. Is the value, are you getting the value of your, the fee you're paying, does it give you the value of the advice that you're, that you're getting? And at the end of the day, that just has to be up to you. It can't be only, so many times it's really easy to do that only based on the returns that you get. I think that's unfair. Um, a good financial planner should be looking at just more than the investments. Now, if you're only hiring them for the investments, that, that may be the case. But if you're hiring them to look at your overall financial situation, you have to factor in the other areas of financial planning, not just the investments, to be fair. So, but that is a valid question, and it's a question you should ask yourself every year when you do your annual review. Did Is your planner worth it? I mean, I, I honestly, I say that to my clients all the time. You, you hired me. I work for you. Am I worth it? If I'm not, you should fire me. Bl- point blank. If I'm not worth it, you should fire me. I will help you find somebody else. But that's just me, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure other guys are having that conversation. All right. In the time I have left, I'm going to scroll down here on my notes, and I'm going to go to an IRA FAQ, an IRA Frequently Asked Question. And I'm going to ask this question here. When can I take money out of my Roth IRA? Will I have to pay any taxes or penalties on what I withdraw? It's a great question. So what you can do is you can take your basis out of your your Roth IRA at any time. Your basis is the amount that you have contributed, the amount of money you've put in. Um, amounts that you have converted or certain amounts that you have rolled over, like from an employer, like a, maybe you had a Roth 401k, um, the, the, there's basis amounts in there. Distributions of your basis will never be taxed as you've already paid tax on those amounts. Um, when you originally put them into your Roth, you'd already paid tax on that money. Okay, so that's your basis. Um, a distribution from your Roth is considered to first come from those contributions and then converted amounts and then th- and then thirdly or lastly from the earnings on the Roth itself. So you are actually able to take basis out of it at any time. And a lot of people think about the clock, you know, the five-year wait period, that kind of stuff like that. There are some considerations you need to talk to your CPA about, but for the most part, you really are you are able to get that basis out at any time. Okay, you cannot take a tax-free distribution of earnings, and I'm going to talk about the clock here since I brought it up. You cannot take that tax-free distribution of earnings until five years after you first established the first Roth IRA, and you are over the age of 59 and a half. Okay, now there's some stuff like obviously, like if you're dead and you pass that on, there's rules kind of go away at that point, or or disabled. Actually, there's some rules for that for taking out the funds under the first-time homebuyer exemption. So there's some things there that can come up if you got a question, go a little bit deeper. But um, if you are under the age of 59 and a half, the 10% early distribution penalty will apply. Now you could also be subject to that penalty of converted amounts if the conversion was done less than five years ago and you are under the age of 59 and a half at the time of the withdrawal. So the penalty um, on that is going to be owed on the amount of the converted dollars withdrawn, not on the total converted amount. Is that clear as mud? Probably. 
Um, hopefully that made sense. What happens at the end of the day, guys, IRA rules can get really, really complicated. And that's why I would, I would always tell you, before you make a decision, even for a rollover, but especially for a withdrawal, before you do that, talk to your advisors, talk to your CPAs. Even when I tell you stuff like this, my disclaimer is I am not a tax advisor. I'm not a tax preparer. And it's not, it's not advice. It's based on the knowledge that I have of the current tax laws, but you want to speak to your CPA, speak to your advisors before you make any withdrawals or do any changes like that, okay? All right, if you have questions about your portfolio um, if, or if you just got questions in general about planning, I highly um, invite you to visit patrickmcnally.com. And on that website, there's a, there's a whole bunch of good stuff on there. You can download reports, checklists, even a free copy of my book, Retirement Planning 101, um, which I've got over eight chapters in there that, that talk about all this stuff, comprehensive planning. And as a listener of the show, I want to give you a free copy. So you can go check that out. And on the website, you can schedule a phone call with me if you want to chat. Would love to hear from you. When I come back, I'll be wrapping up the show, going through some action items that you can implement right away. So don't be going anywhere. Just a quick, short break, and I'll be back in a minute. Don't touch that dial. Patrick will be right back. Hey guys, Dr. Todd Royce from Chiropractic First in downtown Reading. It blows my mind how many people live in pain, but they don't have to. How many people put up with headaches and back pain and can't play golf or pick up their kids or grandkids? We often have permanent solutions to pain where people didn't think it was even possible. Come check us out at our downtown Reading office or call our office at 243-0889 or visit us on the web at chirofirstreading.com. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, we made it. We are in the final segment for the show and the final show for the month of April. It has been a super fun month talking about retirement planning, which is my, honestly, my favorite topic, is getting you prepared for that day, that day that uh, you've been working hard for. You know, you've been working 25, 35, maybe 40 years. You've been sacrificing, saving money, putting money away. And uh, just so you can get to that spot where you can take a deep breath and say, you know what, now it's just time to enjoy me, time to enjoy the family, time to enjoy all the things you've been dreaming about, why you've been working so hard. And so I love to help people plan for that, you know, and, and, and so that when you head into retirement, the last thing that you need to worry about is how are you going to pay your bills? Because the number one thing I'm told that people are looking for when they're in their retirement years, it's, it's pretty simple peace of mind. They don't want to have to worry about the investments. They don't have to worry about the bills. They don't have to worry about, you know, one of these days, you know, when they, they pass on from this world, you know, their families are going to be taken care of. They're going to be okay. And what they've worked hard for is going to pass on the way that they want. So that's all part of the retirement planning piece. We kicked off the beginning of the month with pre-retirement planning, those things you should be doing before the big day comes around because um, you're going to blink and you're going to be there. And a lot of times people can feel like they've fallen behind and maybe they haven't done the kind of planning that they should have. And honestly, sometimes it can feel, you can feel a little embarrassed. Um, I've been told that. And so I want to tell you guys, don't feel embarrassed. 
be courageous, take that first step, and and reach out to somebody. Um, I would love it to be me. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you on the phone. Um, you can schedule a free call, 30-minute phone call, and let me know what's on your mind. You can go to patrickmcnally.com and do that today, and um, would love to visit with you. But just want to encourage you to do that. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling if you're nervous. Um, completely, completely normal. But there's things you can do about it. There's ways, there's plans you can build. And that's why you plan. Because it's the plan that gives you a roadmap into retirement so that you can feel confident that you're going to have the peace of mind you're looking for. Okay, I better get to my, uh, I've only got a couple quick minutes here and I want to give you some action items from the show. We're going to wrap this thing up. Number one, I want you to create a post-retirement checklist because, you know, I told you we started with pre-retirement. Well, we ended this show with post-retirement, meaning you're there, you made it. Now there's some things you need to be looking at, some things you need to tighten up once you're retired. And we walked through kind of the main the main quick areas here of, of what you need to do, making sure that your 401k or whatever retirement plan you have at work that's rolled over now into your own IRA, your own Roth, your own um, account so that now you're in control of it and you can manage it the way that you want. We also talked about risk management, getting your insurance right, looking at life insurance, looking at long-term care, looking at Medicare, creating a plan for that and making sure that each and every year you're, you're following up and making sure that you're not paying more for insurance than you need to be and, um, and tuning those things up. And then we got into estate planning making sure that you are passing on your wealth in the most tax-advantageous way, the way that you want to, to your loved ones, so that at the end of the day, the last thing you're going to leave them is with you know a burden or a tax, a tax nightmare or some kind of paperwork nightmare. Make it clean. Make it easy. It's your personal wishes. Be upfront about it. Don't don't feel like you. And, and I would encourage you share that that planning with the kids, with your heirs, so that everybody's on board. That's just going to help out. So there's no arguing and bickering at the end of the day. Then tax planning. We talked about continuing to make sure you're up to date on any tax changes, things that can benefit you as you're in retirement. Taxes is a big piece of uh, of the puzzle, and you can't get away from it, but there are ways to minimize it sometimes, and they change the tax code every year, so making sure that you are, are up and up with the planning. The next thing I'm going to have you consider is using an advisor. If you don't want to manage your retirement yourself, if you if you don't like doing that, if you don't like spending time you know, reading the markets and analytics and looking at all that stuff, hire somebody. That's when you want to spend the time and spend the money to hire somebody that can help you and give you a second pair of eyes. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm a financial advisor. But, you know, you can equate it to anything. I don't like changing my own oil, so I hire it out. So I'm going to I want to have you consider using an advisor. Okay, my preview, I got to end this. Preview is next month we're going to be talking about tax planning. I'm going to be bringing on some guests to help out with that. It's going to be a great month, so make sure you're tuning in every Saturday and uh, or by podcast. Thanks for listening to the show and I wish you the best in retirement. Have you seen us? So